Hey, mates, if you are in the Los Angeles area, we are doing a live little dum-dum club at Meltdown Comics Friday, November the 23rd. Head to nerdmeltla.com for tickets and more information, and we'll see you there. See you, mates. Mates, welcome once again into the Little Dum Dum Club for another week. Thank you very much for joining us. My name is Tommy Dasolo. Sitting opposite me, the other half of the program, Carl Chandler. G'day, dickhead. Uh, now, when people listen to this episode, I will be in America yeah. by now, yep. living it up, having an absolute bloody time of it. Uh, and uh, starting off in New York, we are both starting off in New York. I had my accommodation fall through the other day, so I was looking up uh, hotels and stuff on the internet through Expedia, you know that website? Did it literally fall through thanks to the floods and all that stuff? Or? Boy, oi, 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 oi. He's oh, done it. Thanks. He's done it. See you, mates. <laughs> Tune in next week. Um, no, so I was looking up Expedia, you know, that website where people can like rate and review hotels that they've been in and yep. all that sort of stuff. They offer deals. And I found, you know, and it's good because you have to put in the pros and cons of what you thought of each place. So, you know, sometimes a place cannot have very high ratings, but you can get on and people go, oh, I didn't like it because the bathroom was small. And you go, well, that doesn't matter to me, so I'll just go there. Yep. So I was looking through this place. It looked all right. One guy has put on a one-star review and gone, cons, the lift was really slow. Now... I reckon that's a misuse of the pro and con system, yeah. realistically. Like, that's not what it's set up for. Yeah, fair enough. So that was that was a place that fell through on you? No, no, this is the place that I'm looking up okay. one, now that my other place has fallen through. Yep. The end. Right, okay, that's good. Um, what else can we talk about? To sum up that story, I looked on a website and yeah. saw some text. Right. Well, at the start, before we, we pressed start on this uh, recording, I did say, have you got anything? And you said yes. So no. Do I take by, you to court now? Followed or? up by, it's not much, but we'll see. I would even argue with that. <laughs> I don't know if we're learning more about my story setting up skills or you're coming off the back of a story uh, skills. You, oh, you've got to give me something, though. You've got to give me something. Just a, just a spark. Just a From spark. From the bloke who last week the story was, I went over my internet usage, so I called up the guy. Yes. That was a whole story. That was good. Was it? It was better than that. <laughs> I, I'll please. This, we'll, we'll set up the new Roe versus Wade, and it'll be Internet versus Lyft, and we'll sure, see how we go. Sure. You know what? Everyone's got my phone number now. Mm-hmm. Just vo- ring in. Vote in on my number. <laughs> <laughs> I've been getting every, everyone else ringing me, and uh, yeah. you know what? The latest one today is you know a couple of weeks ago we you gave out my phone number, which is good of you. Mm-hmm. And uh, after you, jeez, you're. You're choosing to see things in a really particular way so far this week. Yes. You, I gave out your number after you gave out my number. I put out your number on the street and you got a couple of things back. I've got nothing but things back. People are ringing me. I'm getting messages in the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. Today I've, I've been signed up for um, information <laughs> about fencing. Someone insistently rang me today going, you wanted to know all about the fencing. Like, and I'm like, no, I didn't. getting a fence built or yes. like the sport? No, no, no. A bi- one built. Okay. So someone rang me up and said, no, uh, uh, this is your number. And I'm like, you know, when do you want to book in to come and see me about the fence? And I'm like, I don't want to at all. And they go, your name is Carl, right? I'm like, yeah. She's like, okay, well, let's make this appointment. I'm like, no, well, no, no. First things first, your fence is a fucking disgrace. So you well, should be thanking me. Second, oh, was that you that made the call? Se- second right. of all, how, how is that? How can you definitively prove that that's because of me giving your number out? Why else would they have my number and my name? You piss off a lot of people pretty regularly. <laughs> it's not completely but out of the realm of I'm possibility. I'm not stupid enough to give my number out to everyone. Yeah, but I mean, someone else could have passed your number on to the fencing uh, people. I reckon I reckon this would hold up in quarters. That's where it's from, oh, I think. I've think. got a very weird... That's, that's not weird! System. Of course that's where it's from! <laughs> what are you talking about? All right, fine. Um, and I've all, oh, you know what? I got a message from some, someone from Germany the other day as well. Friend yep. of the show in Germany. Yep, that's, so that's good. pretty good. What we did find out with doing this is that it's a really good way of finding out when people listen to the show yes. and kind of how many people. You know what you are? You're like a little Nielsen box yeah. or like an Oztam box of yes. this show. Yes, that's good. You know what? And so it's I've like learned... each text equals like a hundred listeners or something. Yeah, and for ev- I've learned that everyone who didn't ring or call me, I really respect you as listeners. <laughs> you know, you're the good ones. <laughs> the ones that rang me in the middle of night to just deep breathe down the, the phone, mm. you're the ones that, yeah, oh, look, I can pick you as Team Allsop. Yeah, yep, yep. Yep. okay, good. Uh, today on the show, ladies and gentlemen, look, it is very rare in this life that you get second chances. <laughs> uh, 
But here we are, our guest in the studio today. You will know him from Gruen Planet. You will not know him from his last appearance on this show that never made it up onto the internet. Please welcome back into the Little Dum Dum Club for the first time, Will Anderson. Yay! Oh, good mate. LA decades. Yeah. Uh, now, can I firstly say this? Please. It's, it's been lovely to come in to essentially uh, be like the moderator in your couple's therapy yeah. for the last four minutes while yeah. you two just yelled at each other about whose story was the most shit. Yeah. Uh, and the whole time I was thinking, well, I'm glad we lost that last episode where we said really interesting yeah. things. Yeah. But I'm glad we're rolling record on the my accommodation fell through. Yeah, yeah. So I might have to stay in a place that has a slow lift. <laughs> Have we nailed yeah. that? Have we got oh, that one? Thank God. Let's tweet that one out. I oh. saw uh, footage of this, this rugby league player called Jonathan Thurston, and he's he's quite a – like he plays for Australia, and he's like a you know quite a big-time rugby league player, and he's on an end-of-season trip in New York. Now, this already has 10 times more juice in it than my story from before, <laughs> so you could just call it quits here if you wanted, realistically. Yeah, yeah so, well, he's gone to New York for uh, like for his end-of-season trip, right? And, of course, you know, with the local – they always want a local angle on anything. Like, remember when 9-11 happened and the whole thing – was that Thorpey was right near when 9 11 happened? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that would have made it more of a tragedy. <laughs> yeah. Like, it was pretty bad. But for Australians, you've got to admit, if they also killed Thorpey, it would be heaps worse. Yeah, right? yeah, sure. And so it was one of those things where they've obviously gone local angle on this storm. Jonathan Thurston, this late champion, uh, a rugby league player, is over there in the middle of the flood, right? Which I've recreated on the desk right yeah. there <laughs> by knocking over yeah. my water. That's okay. That's okay. It's just creeping into my laptop that had really boring stories in there, so it's probably done the show good. <laughs> well, now we've got a good story for next week about Carl's going to get the laptop fixed. Thank the Lord. Was... Don't, a laptop fixer will probably ring me any second now anyway, just <laughs> because my number's out there. Well, this is I, going I, really I... well, guys. No one touch any buttons. This is going really and well. And I enjoyed that, by the way, about that story, because I listened to the podcast last week, and, and you were like, well, I'm going to change my number. And clearly during the week, you've gone, ah, I can't be bothered. No, yeah, completely. <laughs> I will just ride this out. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I'm willing to do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, they've gone to Jonathan Thurston on the news like for this like local angle. And uh, and he's like, he's going, oh, I haven't really gone outside. But I'll tell you what, people around here are shitting bricks. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, uh, Jonathan Thurston on the ground. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> shitting the, uh, bricks. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, introducing new terms to the lexicon in New York, shitting bricks. Yeah. That's, uh, bricks I like that at the moment where they've handy. got like the morning shows on and they're reporting on the hurricanes and they'll cross to mm. press conferences. But because they're crossing to something live that's happening, they sort of don't know how it's going to pan out. So you'll see that great thing where they'll go, anyway, the mayor of New York's making a speech. Let's go and listen right now. And then you cut to it and it's like three minutes and you can sort of, you're watching it going, geez, I reckon we've come, come in yeah. on sort of the worst end of this. And just that point where they, they reach the breaking point where they go, all right, I reckon that'll just yeah, come yeah, off yeah. mid sense. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I reckon this is peaked. We're yeah. not getting any more out of this. Yeah, I was uh, watching the news one night, and it was uh, the running of the bulls in mm -hmm. Barcelona. So, of course, again, that's always one of those things where you can't report from the running of the bulls without like the reporter being there on the ground, <laughs> yeah. like yeah. people running behind, yeah, showing the running and the bulls. Yeah, yeah. like you couldn't repeat the one from last year. You yeah. have to yeah. send someone over there. To Someone would recognise the old bull. Hey, oh, that's an old bull. That's, uh, that's last year's bull. Yeah. Jeez, that yeah. bull's covered in Avatar merchandise. I yeah. dated. <laughs> Jesus yeah, Christ. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So uh, there's always in that situation some drunk Australian who's been running with the bulls and then gets behind, you know, and does the whole sort of, hey! For sure, yeah. It was my brother. Oh. I was watching the news. And it was my actual brother. And so suddenly my phone starts ringing off the hook. It's like all the members of my family are like, did you see Ross on the news? Did you see Ross at the running? The Mine schools? too. People were ringing me. Did you see Will's brother? Yep. You know, we, we got your number from the podcast. Just thought you'd let you know. But this was the thing that I, this was about 10 years ago. And I was like, I'm on TV every fucking week. <laughs> <laughs> you never call to tell me about that. You never say, hey, you were good on the glass house the other night. My brother's drunk at the running of the fucking bulls. How old was he doing that? Oh, I, well, he's a couple of years younger than me, so he right. would have been early 20s. He did oh, that. okay, that's cool. He did the big European vacation. Yeah. yeah. I remember the first time I went to Edinburgh in 99, I stayed at his sort of flat that he, in Earl's Court, like proper. Yeah, yeah. 
And it was like seven of them in like an apartment that maybe had like four beds or like, you know, something. <laughs> yeah. And I slept on their couch and, and it was just, yeah, it was, it was that sort of thing. I had, I, you know what, I, cause I lived in, I don't know if you are allowed to call it living in London if you're only there for three months, but it was just staying, I guess. <laughs> that's a holiday. It? I think that's a yeah, holiday. Yeah, it's a holiday, I yeah. guess, isn't it? Is it um, three months? Oh no, you can live there for three months. Three months is all right. I'm I guess, well, the intention was to go there and live there. I just got, I just got sick of paying, you know, $20 for a sandwich and so mm. I came home. Yeah. Right. But, um, yeah. <laughs> we, that sounds like, like the exact yeah. reason you would leave anyway. Yeah. <laughs> but I like that that's exclusively the reason. It's not because everything's expensive. It's purely sandwiches. Yeah, you know yeah. what? I can handle being robbed on the trains. Yeah. I can handle paying way too much for movies. But the sandwiches, yeah. that's yeah. that's a basic human that's, right. That's, that's the overseas litmus test. <laughs> um, so I – but, you know, I don't know if you've done that where you've traveled and gone around and, and I just feel like a day overseas is worth, you know, like a month. It just – you go through so many emotions and whatever and I was, I was deciding about whether to come home or not every day, all the time, whatever. And I just snapped one day because we were in one of those houses like that. And, you know, there was three people to a, to a room or whatever. And, uh, and I was only just staying over at this, these people's houses because um, they were saying, oh, just crash here, crash on the floor. And I'm like, okay. And then they went, and this girl was like, crash in my room. And I'm like, okay, all right. And she's like, come in here and just stay on that spare bed and whatever. And I'm like, are you sure? Because I'll just stay on the floor. And she's like, no, 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 that's fine. And then... I would stay on the bed and then she would sort of like try and pick me up as we were going to sleep every night. And I'd be like, this is a bit weird. Like I'm, you know, I've got a girlfriend at the time and she's like chatting me up while we're in bed, having a slumber party essentially. Anyway, it got to like the end of like five days or something. And I went, and I went, right, I'm going to go now. And she's like, oh, you're going to leave. Is that it? And I'm like, yeah, I'm sort of over this. And she's like, okay. I went for a walk, came back and she left and left a bill on my bed. Left a bill going, this is how much you owe for the last five nights. What? Yeah. A retrospective. Turned around and gone, oh, no, that was, you're paying for that now. Did she ask for your checkout on arrival? (laughs) (laughs) Did you need, like, one form of ID? Uh, Well, I was like, hey, I would have paid this, but that lift was damn too slow. (laughs) Finally, that story's interesting (laughs) now. See, there you go. It paid off. I did not get my daily telegraph (laughs) that I ordered every morning. Someone was stealing that. I'm not paying for that. Yeah. And that continental breakfast was shithouse. (laughs) Yeah. So then, you know what? I left, right? And I went, oh, and, and I was, you know what? I got mad. I got yeah. mad at that because I thought, that's a trick. I'm allowed to respond to that. So yeah. then I wrote a reply note that just went, listen, lady, I wouldn't have fucking stayed in your little room if I'd have known I was getting paid oh, for it. So geez. why don't you go and fuck yourself? Started out so polite calling her lady yeah. and it just really went downhill pretty quick. Yeah. And I went pretty hard. I just got really mad. And then I just literally went straight to the airport and... <laughs> And then I was in America and I called my mate that was still living there and went, oh, yeah, I feel a bit bad about all that. How did that all end up? And he was like, oh, yeah, she sort of started crying. And I'm like, oh, I feel really bad now. And he goes, oh, don't worry about it. I sort of started to comfort her. And then things sort of kicked off and then I kind of fucked her. I'm like, oh, okay, well, it's a happy ending then. And then then he gave her a bill. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) She said, Uh, we'll just even it out. Uh, Carl, that is the most beautiful story I've ever heard. (laughs) That is a true romance. (laughs) So the reason you left the country had nothing to do with the price of sandwiches. Well, the price of the room and the price of sandwiches. (laughs) You were on the run from a hotel bill. Yeah, yeah, there was a lot of emotions going on. Yeah, no, he ate one of her sandwiches and that was tacked onto the bill. Bill. Oh, God. Oh, okay. I met a girl um, uh, very uh, a long, long time ago, and it was uh, in a – I actually walked past the cafe today. It reminded me of it. I, uh, the Black Cat on Brunswick Street, oh, yeah. Fitzroy, oh, yeah, yeah. for yep. people who know Melbourne, and there was this Canadian girl. And I'm like – I'm just starting out doing stand-up. I'm maybe 22, I suppose. And, like, you know, my, my, my diary isn't chock full of stuff that I have to do, yeah. right? So um, I'm in this cafe, like, you know, having a cup of tea or whatever, and this girl starts talking to me, and it turns out it's her last day in Australia. But she's run out of, like, all her money, and she needs to, like, fill in the time until she can go to the airport to catch her flight at, like, 5 o'clock in the morning the next morning. But she doesn't even have anywhere to stay. Like, so This, this is sounds her... like a spam email I got once. <laughs> <This> yeah, is... <laughs> yeah she's, she's Russian. Yeah. Did I say Canadian? I meant Russian. Uh, and she used to be a princess. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, look, so she's sitting there, and, like, she said – um, you know, can I, we have a chat or whatever. So we end up just having a chat and, and like, I suddenly started to go, this is pretty cool. Right. And back then I totally saw myself as like, you know, uh, Ethan Hawke in reality bites, right? Like, you know, little goatee and like the whole sort of, you know, tortured artist thing. Uh, and then I was like, well, this reminds me of another Ethan Hawke movie that what like before sunrise. So I'm like, this is great. 
I will ask this girl if she just wants to hang out with me for the rest of the day and we'll do all the free things that you can do in Melbourne for a day and it'll be like the most romantic like time ever and then, you know, yeah. we'll whack her on a plane. It'll be fantastic, <laughs> right? <laughs> That's kind of... Very similar to my story, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so this is what I'm thinking, right? I'll, I'll give her a bill, yeah. obviously, for all the fun that she should have had. <laughs> no, but I was like, well, because there'll, be there'll be a million things in this beautiful city of Melbourne, right, that you can do for free overnight. And I'm sure that there is. But this was in an age before, like, Google. Yeah, yeah. Right? I couldn't just, like, look on Google my... Google is pretty fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All the days, the yeah. days me and my friends have yeah. sat, spent As, just sitting around the house back, Googling things. Back then, Google was only in Melbourne. You know, nowadays... <laughs> It's everywhere. Well, you guys are too young for this. But back in the days where we used to have Ask Jeeves parties, <laughs> where everyone would gather yeah. round with all the questions they'd always wanted answered, <laughs> we would ask Jeeves. Yeah. And he would answer. We'd all celebrate. Yeah. That was, uh, and you'd get to the party by using Alta Vista maps. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we, I couldn't, like, look for places. So we kind of just had to, like, wander around and just see what there was to do for free. But we managed to get through the entire evening. And and, and I've taken her out to the airport and, and, and we've got out there and, uh, you know, we're saying our goodbyes. And just as we're saying the goodbyes, like, you know, she's gone in for the kiss, like, which I, obviously I was hoping, yeah, might happen. So then, Probably a little bit sooner than when you're at the airport, though, to be fair. Yeah, you to be hoping. honest, but you've got to get there like, you know, three hours before your flight. So uh, you yeah, still yeah. do. There's still some Once time. Once you've checked in your bags, you yep. still have some time. Yeah, yeah, yeah There's yeah. the Formula One hotel across the road. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there wasn't back there. Uh, damn it. But we could have gone and done it in the field and nobody would have seen it on Google Maps. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we would have been safe in the knowledge. And there was less security nobody... in airports back then as well. You oh, could that's have... fine. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. No, none of that time going through x-ray machines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That really lacked with sex at the airport back yeah, then. Not since, not since Obama, Osama bin Laden stopped all that coitus in airports. I like that you were about to pin that on Obama. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. I know. So, I, um, so she said, oh, you know, it's a, it's a pity that, um, you know, this is like where we're ending this thing. She said, uh, it's a pity, you know, you can't come back to Canada. I've got the next two weeks off. You know, we could have just, I could have shown you Canada. And I said, well, I'm a stand-up comedian. I've got fuck all on in the next two weeks. I... You know, maybe I should come. And and I, she goes, well, you don't have your passport. And I said, well, no, I don't have my passport. And she goes, I said, look, let, do, we'll have a cooling off period, right? Right. Because this might just be a ridiculously romantic thing to do, right? Yeah. So she's, she, she, I said, look, you know what? You get back to Canada. When you get it to Canada, wait a day. And if you're still into the idea of me coming over... I'll, by then I'll get a ticket and I'll grab my passport and I'll, I'll, I'll come and visit you. So she's, she's called me like the 24 hours later and said, yeah, yeah, come still. So I've like gone, all right, well, you know, I'm going to do this now. Like, why not? Like once in your life, you're just going to like chase some girl you've just met around the world. Right? I thought you were going to say you initially had the passport on you and all gone, this is an awesome story. But then my question would have been, why the fuck did you have a passport? <laughs> I knew you just walking around, but yeah. yeah, I keep it on me at all times in case I'm ever just drafted into the amazing race. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I am always amazing race ready. Yeah. yeah. I already have. I already have a bum bag. Uh, yeah. It has like you know, sort of two hundred and sixty dollars of amount of cash yeah, in every yeah, currency yeah. that I can. It take. should be like that. It shouldn't be like there's an audition process. It yeah. should be you're walking down the street mm. and you get bundled into a black van and right. then off no, you go. No, no, there should be a lure like Will. There should yeah. be a girl oh, trying to pick yeah. him up, <laughs> lure him to the airport, yeah. and then they go radio. <laughs> <laughs> You've got to travel around the world, horny. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. this, is, this is the superior of the two episodes we've recorded so far. I will say this. Just... I started slow, but we've warmed up. Steve. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you guys just come in when I join the episode, yeah. I think it'll, yeah, yeah. it'll be fine. Yep. But so I've, I've decided to go. So I've gone on the cheapest flight I could find because I was an unemployed stand-up comedian. Yeah. My diary was free, but that also meant I didn't have heaps of you know, loose change for a flight. So I found a Japan Airlines flight. Which meant that I had to have a stopover in a lounge in Japan. Yeah, right. <laughs> right, the night. Didn't have time to get to anywhere. You literally just had to have a stopover in this lounge overnight. In, in a lounge, when you say lounge, is that in the airport or just... Yeah, a... airport lounge. Right, right, right. But they have these little, those Japanese cubicle sort of rooms. Oh, yeah, yeah. So it's literally just a bed, a light, you yeah, know, yeah, you're yeah. in the cubicle What are they room. called, the cubicle hostels? Or what, are they, have they got a name? I assure, I I'm sure know. they do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Capsule, I'm, capsule hotel. Capsule hotel. Yes. So that's yep. what it is. It's a capsule hotel, right? So this is back in the day. <laughs> Here we go, kids. Gather around your wireless <laughs> and grandpa will tell you some travel stories. <laughs> but this was back in the day where you could still smoke. 
on flights. Right. Right. So I um uh I was sitting in a non-smoking section of the plane, which happened to be the one row in front of the smoking section of the plane. Right. Here's what they didn't have in between those. <laughs> Anything. <laughs> so, here's, what, here's what a plane is if there's a smoking section. Every section's yeah. a smoking yeah. section. <laughs> right? There are babies with throat cancer still yeah. from those days because literally the, you can't open a window. It's yeah. a plane. Yeah, like everyone's yeah. smoking yeah. the whole time. Yeah. So anyway, uh, I'm sitting like in the row in front of that. I've met this guy who literally out of the blue two weeks ago messaged me to say, hey, do you remember this flight that we took? You told me you were going to be a, like a stand-up comedian. And uh, like, you know, I was like, yeah, fucking whatever, righto, mate. Yeah. And uh, he said, but I've followed you over the years. And he, he finally got in touch, this dude from this story. But he was this cool dude. We, we chatted like all the way to Japan. But by the time we got to uh, Japan... Uh, the problem was that we had told each other every single thing that had happened in our lives. Like, and we still had a whole other leg of yeah, this right. flight to go where we were going to be sitting next to each other. And we were going to spend the night together, like hanging out in this like hotel bar. So we decided to invent a game and I'm not proud of this, but this is what we did. We decided that every person who came and talked to us, we would tell a more outrageous lie about why we were going to Canada right. and see if we could get the people to believe the lie. It right. seems like a harmless enough game, yeah. right? You know what the problem with these things is? Much like the Cold War, escalation, yes. <laughs> right? It might start out as a really charming game where you just tell some little like funny story, but after a while, the stories get more and more and more extreme. This girl's come over to the table. You know, what, eventually we've got around to why you guys are here and it's my turn. And I've said to her, oh, you're never going to believe this. It's actually quite a tragic story. Um, my, both my um, parents are adventurers. Um, uh, they love to you know, climb mountains and ski and do all that sort of stuff. And they were on an adventure and they um, froze to death in a snowstorm. And I have to go over to Canada, take their... Um, bodies back to Australia for the funerals, right? Okay. Not the nicest thing to say yeah. in the world, right? But it was late in the night and we got more adventurous. She's gone, no way. And I'm like, what are you talking about? She's like, no way. She goes, are you joking? And I was, now at that point, <laughs> at that point, here's what I should have said. Fucking yes. I'm yeah. joking. I'm so sorry. Yeah. I don't know where, where this is going, but I know this yeah. is going yeah. somewhere really bad. You're officially I'll... bad if you continue it yeah. past that line. I, I know this will be a story that haunts me for the rest of my life. Please just fucking stop now. It will be embarrassing, but it won't be as embarrassing as wherever this is going. Yeah. But that is not what I said. <laughs> I said, why would I joke about something so yeah. serious? <laughs> Turns out her dad had died in a mountaineering accident. <laughs> Oh, wow. We then spent the next hour and a half, like, because she wanted to talk to somebody about the fact that her, you know, they'd shared this experience yeah. and she felt like she'd finally found this person that she could talk. Fi yeah, finally there was someone else that had all the technical parent dying in a mountain terms Yeah, she <laughs> like, talk on the same level to. Yeah. A lot of people often ask, like in 18 years of stand-up comedy, like what's your best improv on stage? What's the moment where you made up the most shit you're most proud of? <laughs> it wasn't on stage. It was in that hotel bar <laughs> talking to that girl. Because I didn't want to, like I was in a horrible situation, but I, the only way I could make it good was to genuinely give her some comfort yeah. and some empathy, right? Yeah. To genuinely be there for her in a way that no one else, even though, I was pretending. I thought, well, through my pretending, maybe I can do some good. But here's the problem with that. Eventually, if you do enough good, she has a crack. Yeah. Now. So now it's like one of those things where it's like she, she wants a shoulder to lie on in a Japanese <laughs> capsule gotcha. hotel in an overnight situation. But I can't sleep with a girl that I've just lied to. Yeah. Like, that is like, that is literally like when you go to hell, they go, oh, yeah, we've been waiting for you. Yeah. There is a special section for you, right? That's an interesting conundrum because isn't that why men lie to women in order to sleep with them? Like you sort of, you know what I mean? Well, no. <laughs> I don't. No, if you have to lie to women yep. to make them sleep with you, that's that's where you're going wrong in the first place. I'm not place. saying about parents dying. I'm not saying that extreme, <laughs> but, you know, little things like, uh, you know. Anyway. I love you. Sure, I won't tell that, anyone. Was that, that an example or was that yeah. you just saying that to me because you think my logic is so good? Yeah, sure, I'll pay this bill. Yeah. <laughs> no, of course, Daslo's my real name. <laughs> <laughs> of course you're 
episode of my podcast isn't deleted, is there? It's still there. It's still good. Yeah. Listen, listen to that Will Anderson episode from six months ago when you get off this plane. But it is, isn't it? Because you can't. Sure. That, no. In that situation, that extreme, you, you can't, literally no. cannot. Because you would just know that the whole time you'd yeah. be like, yeah. you know what got us here? Dead parents. Yeah. And that is not sexy. Yeah. yeah. It's never oh. sexy. Oh. It's, did she, did she, did you have to make up extra details about your dead parents yeah, just to I was relate say, and stuff like that? I like that, the idea or? that she's going, so what about your parents? Ah, they're yeah. not really important. Yeah. yeah. We didn't have to talk about <laughs> was them. Was it the same mountain as us? What was... <laughs> I was literally doing a lot of, it's so soon for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, I mean, this has just happened. Yeah, right. I haven't even seen their frozen popsicle bodies <laughs> yeah. yet. You know when the moss meets the lichen on your dead lifeless mother? You know when that happens. Yeah. Oh. All right. We're relating now, though, yeah. right? <laughs> do you mind if I finger you? Yeah, yeah. Do, do you want to come back to my capsule? Yeah. yeah is this all this talk of uh, being an orphan, getting you wet? Yeah. Because I know I'm feeling pretty cool right oh. now. Um, I saw the, a, a car today, a ute, and it had like a... Uh, like a, a your mum sort of uh, like sticker on the back of it. But it was so like not offensive enough. Right. For like, you know, like, you know, the whole idea, it was in the genre of like, yeah, I fucked your mum. Yeah. Right. But it was literally a Facebook F and then like a thumb like down, pointing down at the car and then it said, your mum likes this. Ah, uh, right. What does that mean? That's... Like, what's... She, like the guy driving the car, like yep. rooted your mum, yeah. and she likes it. Oh, yeah. okay. But like, isn't that a bit too? Like, just tell me you rooted my mum. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And yeah even, don't even tell me that because she's sixty and she lives on a dairy farm. Yeah, yeah. And your mum, of... your mum's so fat she died on a mountain somewhere. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> we don't need to bring social media into someone rooting your mum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't need to bring Zuckerberg into this. <laughs> <laughs> it's like someone down at the sticker factory's gone. Yeah. We love this. You fucked your mum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But can we make it more modern? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> can we make place? it? Yeah. Can we make it yeah. literally more digital? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we are going to bring your mum jokes kicking and screaming yeah. into the 21st century. This is the Buck Rogers of I Fucked Your Mum jokes. Yeah. So. And what's the next sticker? Like RT at your mum. Loved rooting you last night. You know, <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. Where's it going to end? Where's the, where's the Twitter joke then? Where's the Twitter? Mm-hmm. I rooted your mum. That's what I just, the, oh, I just said it. it. I literally it? just oh, said RT. it. Oh, RT. Okay, I yeah. get it. You know what? I was thinking you were saying RT Dooty. RT Dooty. RT Dooty? R2-D2. R2-D2. Why do I never say you, that word right? God, you dumb old man. Sorry. <laughs> in, the, in the reboot they're doing, you can yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. have R2-D2. Oh, I like man. that anything with an R in it, your ears just pick up and go, oh, this is Star Wars. Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is what the kids are into. How do you movie? feel about the idea of there being uh, three Star Wars films? Is anyone, uh, this news that they're going to have three more Star Wars yeah. films? Is, uh, is anyone excited I'm or not excited by that? Absolutely indifferent. I've yeah. never been never much been for Star it. Wars yeah. at all. Yeah, yeah Don't not. care. No. no, don't care. Don't there care. Some angry way. people on the internet today, for sure. Yeah, like angry, like just going, "Oh my god!" And I was like, "Yeah, they're really going to spoil the legacy of the one and a half good movies." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Out yeah. Of the six. yeah. What's the one and a half? Which one's the the? Oh, well, I reckon all of Empire Strikes Back is good, and yep. I reckon half of Star Wars is good. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> this is a weird news story that came out with with Disney buying Lucasfilm. Yeah. I kind of I don't know why I thought this, but I presumed they already did. Like, I, I don't know why that was in my head, but I saw the news today and just went, hasn't that, didn't that happen like 10 years ago? I don't know. It doesn't matter, does it's it? Not it's not as good like... as my Lyft story, but it's, it's, it's close. <laughs> it's close. I mean, the Lyft, oh, can we come back to the Lift story? <laughs> I, feel like, I... I feel like we didn't fully explore it. Yeah. Which is, you are saying that a con, it's not enough of a con that the Lyft is slow for you. No, I think right. that's a weird thing to complain about, given that the whole point of this site is letting people, giving people an informed yep. opinion about, you know, and then they can make their own, you know, maybe that's not a pro to you, maybe that's not a con to you, whatever. Yep. I feel like complaining about the lift being slow. It shouldn't be. And the, it marking be the, down the hotel for that. But it might affect, but like, you know what the thing is? Like you're on a holiday. Yeah, it's a short time. Yeah. You want to get out and about and see things. It's New York. Yeah, yeah. it's maybe, you know. And the, I'll tell you what, you don't want to be stuck in that lift when the floods come to town. <laughs> yeah. Or, was well, it a review of, or if it's it, up really high, maybe you do want okay. to be stuck in there. Was it a review of the World Trade Center? Because then <laughs> if the lift was a bit slow, then that, that would affect your time in New York. <laughs> yeah. I but think. also, well, let's say this. It was a pretty small yeah. Hotel, so I don't think it would have been more than like right. five stories high. What, like, did, I don't jo- what think did Jonathan it's... Thurston think about it? <laughs> Were people shitting bricks at his age? <laughs> yeah, that's what know. broke. That's what stuck the elevator. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. What it about this? Overweight. I found out. Uh, uh, I watched TV the other night, Clang, and uh, <laughs> I will survive. 
I will survive. Have yeah. you watched any of that? I will survive. No, I was hoping it would be more successful so I could call my next comedy oh, festival show, oh, I Will yes. Survive. Yes. It would have been a really good title, but yeah. fuck them. But then you would have had to, <laughs> but then your poster would have been you had to dress up as a woman on the poster anyway, I guess. Oh, wow. Well, you would have done I've it. I've been You'd waiting for that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've, I've, I've spoken about this before, but I already have my you know, famous, like the jump the shark final ever time I do some bad pun show in mind. Yeah. And it's me standing in, uh, like in a suit in front of like women in bikinis and the show is just called Simply Irresistible. Will. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to do a massive post that the whole kick. Why are you holding on to that? Why yeah. isn't that next year? That's, That's closer, awesome, man. Oh, yeah. fair enough. You yeah, know? you can't get better than that. Yeah, yeah fair enough. <laughs> I, was, I thought you were going to say you, you've already got your drag queen name picked out. I do, actually. Oh, really? Well. Yeah, no, I've thought about this before as well. Kerry Man Kennelly. <laughs> <laughs> I think that would be a great drag name, right? Yeah, yeah. Because you could do a whole Kerry Ann thing, which yeah. I think is really funny anyway. Plus, she does that whole kind of, you know, singing yeah. sort of He's drag. a bit like is... a man thing. Yeah. Totally. Kerry Man Kennelly. <laughs> yeah. It's fucking gold. Yeah, that's awesome. I know. I'm, I'm, I'm often disappointed I'm not a drag queen yeah. just because I have such a good name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I either have to do drag queen or roller derby. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. That would be great. Yeah. 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 Um, so I will survive. I watched, I hadn't watched any of it, and, and I've talked about it on the show before. They got they flew me up to do some writing for it, mm-hmm. and I watched it the other night, and it just happened to be the episode where they get to LA, where this is what they told me. They, were, yeah. they, they did this thing where I wrote stand-up for them for all the remaining contestants, right. and then they were supposed to uh, uh, perform it at the comedy store mm. in LA, and they told me, yeah, we're just going to put it at the comedy store, and we're not going to tell anyone about it. We're just going to do it on a Monday night, and... I sort of went, you know what, I've been there on a Monday night yeah. and it's not very good. You should do something about yeah, it. Yeah, do something about yeah, it. Yeah, but they were like, no, no, it'll be fine. And, you know, I'm thinking, there's going to be 15 people there. Well, if and you're lucky. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> and so, and eight of them might speak, speak English. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've literally been there on nights when it's full of, like, international tourists who, like, it's the world-famous comedy store and they just sit in the audience going, well, we had to come here, but we don't understand anything <laughs> that anybody's saying. Yeah, yeah. Well, so I've watched this episode and they get to LA and it's sort of like, oh, here's LA and whatever. And then... All of a sudden, they're sort of there for five minutes, and then it's sort of like, anyway, we're off to New York. And I'm like, I think there's been quite a big cut there. <laughs> and now I'm fascinated to know if they just didn't use any of my stuff and went, oh, we won't do it. Or they, they actually went to the comedy store and yeah. it bombed so badly yeah. that they just had to cut everything out. But if it had bombed that badly, you'd think they'd put it on because that's something? That's a thing for a show? For, but not actually a talent show. But I reckon a story would be one person goes, well, not... Here's the end of the tale. He's everyone is bad in this story. So I'm just thinking about what I would like to see, not what yes. the public in general like watching. Yeah, yeah. You would like to see them all bombing, and then a big <laughs> caption: Carl Chandler wrote all the jokes on this part of the show. Here's his phone number, everyone. Let him know what you thought of each joke, oh, joke man. by joke. That is a I... Make a Wish Foundation dream come true. That is. Imagine if that. Was your make a wish thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you yeah. went to them and said, "Hey, look, guys. Look, I know normally it's some trip overseas or meeting some famous celebrity, but here's my thing. I want to re-edit. I will survive. <laughs> all I need, yeah. like, I don't need you guys. Just give me all the original footage. Yeah, and a copy of iMovie, and I'll sort yeah. it out. And I'm going to sort this out. Yeah. yeah, and I'll just, I'll just hang shit on my mates on it as well, if that's cool. Yeah. Just randomly, just scenes where I give out phone numbers and 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 bad faults about my friends. All right, well, let's just cross our fingers and hope I get cancer again and uh, one day the world can see this great creation. Oh, mate, I'll I'll cross them again. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, Lordy. So you don't know, so you haven't found out if your stuff, if if they what the story was. No, because I've been paid. I've been paid and I've signed forms and everything. And I'm sort of thinking, hey, this has happened, I reckon. I've been paid. I've signed forms. Yeah, yeah. I'm a proper show business. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> um, yeah, oh, but I'm fa- I was fascinated to find out what would happen because what happened is they – I presume I'm allowed to talk about this stuff now because it doesn't exist. It's not going to happen. Hey, but... you've signed a form. Yeah, you've exactly. You've gotten paid. I don't know. We what... all know how this works. Yes, i got cash. Um... You probably signed a form that says you can't talk about this. <laughs> oh, yeah, I did. <laughs> I certainly did do that. But In I'm... bold, especially not on your idiot little podcast yeah. or whatever it's called. Yeah. Um... <laughs> I find I find that hard for to hear that from the people who made I Will Survive to be calling our podcast an idiot little <laughs> podcast. I don't reckon they've got too much to stand on. But anyway, um, when I met them, when I met the contestants, there's like five left in the show, and uh, they all had to come in one by one and meet with the comedy writer <laughs> in the boardroom. What? Yeah, so they I'd, gave you a boardroom. Yeah, that yeah, yeah. Is. So was, this is in the show. 
Like, were no, they filming this? No, this, that's oh. the ridiculous thing. They should right. have filmed it. Uh, if you do get your cancer back, we want some reshoots. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we need some original footage yeah, yeah. and oh, just a couple yeah. of pickups. What's, what's, first... Carl, what's Carl wearing when they walk yeah. in? That's first... my first wardrobe's my first port of call here. When you hit him up, number one, number one, reshoot. Number two, chemotherapy, okay? <laughs> Let's get the order right. <laughs> So, I don't know that medication okay. is really in Make a Wish's jurisdiction. <laughs> no, that, that's you think really that would up be to every wish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> With the kids that blow it and go, oh, a pony. Yeah. So, when's that chemo coming? <laughs> no, mate, you, the pony's no, there. Uh, what more do you want? Make yeah. a wish. Did you not yeah. sign the form? Yes. <laughs> yeah, uh, make, you took the cash, you signed the form. Yeah, oh boy. Make a wish is sort of a lot like Simon says. Yeah. So, have, you got, have you got cancer or a bad case of being a greedy little tool? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Make a wish. Uh, it doesn't say. Make a wish twice. Yeah, yeah. Make, it's not called make two wishes. Yeah. Make a bunch of them. Make a bunch of wishes. Yeah. Make as many wishes as you wish, like. The wish till the cows come home foundation. Oh, we've got too many wishes. We've got wishes yeah. all over the place. You'd be doing us a favour. Yeah, yeah. Guys, if this cupboard is wishes. literally bursting at the seams yeah. with all the wishes it'd be, that we've It'd got. be quicker just to pick something that's not a wish. We've got so many wishes yeah. here. Could you please not make it? Just take anything that isn't a wish. Just tell us things that you don't want. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, I'm in this boardroom, <laughs> and they each come in one by one, and it sort of feels like I'm the judge already. I'm just in there, and they're sort of yeah, really nervous right, coming perfect. in because they're the they're the performers, but they're they're all like terrified of uh, uh, stand up comedy. They're just yeah. going in. Oh, and most of them are really cool. They'd come in and uh, uh, go, um, oh look. I don't know anything about comedy. It's, you know, I do all this dancing, but I'm absolutely scared. You know, a lot of people like this, that public speaking thing, especially standing up, telling jokes and wanting people to laugh. And they were all really nice. They're like, oh, you're the professional. You just write it and I'll say whatever you want. And I'm like, oh, sweet. So this is easy to work with. You just say, oh, tell me about your upbringing or your, you know, what you do outside of dancing or whatever. And we try and tie it into to what they do and whatever. And then uh, we ha- even had one of the guys from High Five. High five. Oh, yeah. The guy, one of the guys from High Five. And I oh, don't Nathan, know his name. Nathan Foley. Yes. It. Yeah. Nathan. I didn't know this. Oh right. Okay. Yeah. You know him. Yeah. I used to have an interest in High Five. Right. Yeah. <laughs> no, was... I don't mean an interest. Right. <laughs> I don't mean, yeah, you, I, you didn't know shares in High Five. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I used to think one of the girls was hot. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Right. That, that much of an interest. Yeah, yeah, right. Enough of an interest to know all their names in case I bumped into one of them at the Aries and said, can you introduce me to the one Awesome. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Um, so I could go, hey, I was talking to Nathan before. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I was writing a few jokes for Nathan before, just in yeah. case something comes up. And uh, so I talked, he came in, he's the high five one. And, uh, you know, some of them were gay and some of them weren't gay. Yeah. Is that presumption of maybe they're all going to be or whatever? But he sort of came in and I thought, well, he'll be, he'll be sort of maybe the, I don't know, like the, uh, um, I don't know what I thought, but anyway, what I got was quite different was he came in, he was like, he's a bit of an ocker. Yeah. He's pretty rough. Yeah. Yeah. He came in, he's like, yeah, here we go. What do you got? What do you got? Got some gags for me? I'm like, whoa, are you being revoiced by someone? Like, it seemed really <laughs> weird. And he was like, oh, look, give me whatever you want, but I'll tell you this, I'll give you a tip. Just give me a few of those bloody double entendres. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I like, you know. And they're like explained it, like, like you know when you know when something sounds like it's normal, but then it's a bit grotty, you know. Give like, me one of those ones. Like he's at a restaurant, just a couple of them bloody double on yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks, love. Yeah, yeah. Nothing and a couple fancy, of dimmies. Mate. Yeah. Nothing fancy. No irony. Yeah. No juxtaposition for me, mate. I want some uh, double entendres. Yeah. You know what? Chuck in a couple of singles as well, mate. Some straight ahead stuff, just so that the people don't choke on the doubles. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I like. Don't you dare be coming over here and give me, near me any of that pullback and reveal shit. <laughs> don't need any of that, mate. No misdirection. I don't want any of that. I don't want any uh, no. three-beat structure. I don't want any of that. And no callbacks at all, thanks, mate. I don't want any of that. <laughs> yeah, just give me something where it sounds like I might be having a root, all right? Oh, just brilliant. One of these. Love it. Love it. So he was good, and then... Uh, and then I got the guy, the guy that was sort of uh, the the most. How do you de- how do you describe flamboyant? What, flamboyant. Okay, that's the word. Uh, he was the most flamboyant. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just point out that very easily could have been ten minutes just there. That yes. was convinced into about four seconds. Because yeah, you know what I'm used to listening to your show and hearing you awkwardly <laughs> dance around your weird <laughs> fucked up feelings about male to male sexuality. Oh really? Where you want to be really cool with it, but there's still a little bit of your country boy upbringing. Oh really? Oh, oh you so Damn. often like you oh. love it. And so is it? Oh. What is it like? <laughs> <laughs> Thank is you. Okay? Thank you, Make-A-Wish. My dreams are literally coming true right now. (laughs)
<laughs> so I felt like on the oh, one time I'm here in the studio, let's just good. cut straight through to man. Yeah, flamboyant. Yeah, that's like that's like take you know do some of the lifting sometime. This bloke's coming for one second. Why would I do that when it's so fun to watch? <laughs> I didn't know it was that it was that infinite. Anyway, <laughs> so um, he came in and uh, he was like, you know what? I've done my own uh, uh, shows before, and so I pro- I don't really need your help. Uh, I'm like, okay, cool. I'm getting paid either way, but you know, I, I can help if you want. And he's like, nah. I said, well, actually, out of curiosity, all right, show us, show us some of the, yeah. your stand-up shows. He's like, oh no, 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 not stand-up, cabaret. Yeah. I'm like, okay, well, give us your type five that you're yeah. going to do at the comedy store. And he sort of just started, you know, semi dancing and talking, and it was like as he's sort of doing it in front of a room of one, you yeah. could see the air come out of the balloon, and he just sort of stopped and went, yeah. <laughs> and I went, and I went. Well, you know what? This is a competition, right? And see those four blokes out there. I've written five minutes of just bang, bang, bang jokes for them. And if you're going to come in and dance with that shit, you are going to be off this show within five seconds. And he was like, "All right, I'm ready." And he's like, "I'm ready to learn now." And then we could, then we could start writing jokes. Yeah. So. And he'd been harshly judged by Carl, which made him an automatic member of the comedy community. <laughs> Yeah, it used to just be if Fleeties hit you up for money. Yeah. Now there's two. Now there's two barriers. Yeah. yeah. So I'm really, oh, I was, I was, yeah, that was another reason why I was really keen to see it, to see if he actually came with my jokes or not yeah. or, or, or did his own thing. Yeah. I, I was so curious to see, you know, it'd be awesome to see. Yeah, it's, it's great when you write stuff and Tommy, you do this and Will, I don't know, Will, did you start out writing for TV or anything like that or you just went straight onto TV? Yeah, I, I, well, yeah, I just went straight onto TV. Yeah. <laughs> so, hey guys, uh, look, I've done a, a five at the ESPYs. So, uh, you got any TV spots you know you filled? I've got some double entendres. <laughs> the funny thing is there are people that genuinely do do that, do one gig and go, here I am guys, bloody, which, which management's? Who wants who wants me? Which yeah. managements want me? Yeah, I, I get a lot of uh, young people because I, I mean I'm always happy to help people if you know if I, they think I have anything of value to offer to them. I I don't pretend that I know heaps about it, but if somebody thinks there's something I can help them with, I'm always happy to have a chat or sit them down. But occasionally I'll get like a new comic, someone that I've not even gigged with or met or whatever, just send me go, hey, um, like I've, I've done two gigs and here's my bit I put on YouTube and uh, can you have a look at it and give me some advice? And my first bit of advice is always. Take that off YouTube <laughs> because five years from now, when you get good at what you're doing, you will hate the fact that that footage of you exists yeah. in the internet in that form. Like maybe keep it yourself so that, you know, if there's something there that you want to use later as a kind of fun thing, but like people are so eager to get out there and, and get things. Mm, yeah. Whereas I've always said the best thing is you, you, you've got to get ready. Yeah. Like you've got to get ready so that when the thing comes along, because all you need in your career is one, two, three things in an entire career to come along. Yeah. If they're the right things and you're ready to do them, that's it. You don't need like a hundred different opportunities. You don't need 200 opportunities. You literally need like, I've had Triple J Breakfast, which I did for six years. I I had Glass House, which I did for six years. Well, we've done Gruen for five. I was at Triple M a couple of years. That didn't work out quite as well. You know, it was like, but like you literally along the way don't need everyone to kind of to work out so it's so sad i think of everything in my life in in terms of batman as anyone who (laughs) who knows me would know but i always when i think about gigs on the scene and like you know starting out and doing all that sort of stuff my thing is always that i remember that scene from batman begins where bruce wayne's in the prison and that like big guy comes up to him and he's like i'm your worst nightmare and he's like no you're practice because every gig you do is like practice yeah yeah until somebody comes along and says i reckon you're ready to do something yeah like do it so i i, I always wrote for myself but i never wrote for other people yeah right right yeah. um where were we uh- <laughs> Yeah, cut, cut that out. You, you Could you cut that interesting you, bit out, please? <laughs> Can you just leave the bit about how I nearly had sex with the girl because I pretended my parents were dead? You betcha. And cut out that bit where I was philosophical. <laughs> no, it's just nice to have a bit of success on the show. Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> yeah and you clearly didn't know how to handle it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly, I'm not used to it. You're, you're talking about full-time jobs. Here's my, here's my um, show reel. Mm-hmm. I got my jokes taken out of I Will Survive. Yeah, now is that one of those two or three opportunities you were talking about? (laughs) (laughs) Is Carl on his way? (laughs) 
What's um, the? Is there a version of IMDb where you put all the stuff that you didn't do? You'd be cut out of. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. That would be good. That would be great. A really depressing IMDb. Um. Hey, what about this? I thought this would be good to bring up with you, Will. Now okay. we were talking before about uh, two weeks ago on the show. Uh, uh, my number being put out there. Uh, Carl mm-hmm. put um, printed out posters that had my phone number on them and said, give me a call or text. Uh, I need topics for a podcast. Yep. And then we talked about it that week on the show. And then as we were doing the show, I got a missed call and voicemail message oh, from someone yes. oh. that we didn't get to cover on okay. the show that week. And I thought you would be a good person to run this by. I've got Brilliant. the voicemail here so uh, I can I play it. it. And I, I, look, let's set, let's set it up like this because it took me a little while to work this out when I listened to it. This is a radio show that's called my phone oh, okay, and gotten right. my voicemail. Okay, so here's... Uh, and they've literally just seen that, that poster on the street yep. and rung it and, and had nothing to do with us. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so here we go. Tommy, uh, Tommy, just uh, ringing up, saw your uh, sign on the street. Thought we'd give you a little bit of a call, give you some ideas for your podcast, mm. something you might want to talk about. Yeah. Uh, Dylan's got uh, three brilliant ideas you need to hear. All right, go, Dylan. Give him idea number one. Start with the start with the crappiest one, and we'll work our way to the good one. Go, Dylan. What is idea number one? All right. Uh, are people giving? Oh, sorry. <clears throat> <laughs> are people showing too much love to their pets? Boom! <laughs> Boom! Based on a story about a lady called Terry Graham who breastfeeds. Her pug dog. That's good. Stuff. Number two is coming from Dan. Go. No, no, no. You have got three great ideas. Um, is music dead? <laughs> yeah. Sure. Okay. Uh, that's a good one. Yep. Is music dead? But it's an open-ended question. You can go anywhere with that, Tommy boy. Well, no, it is, but that's... What? Uh, right. is, it, is this from you or me? I've got a long drum roll. I've got time to think about something. 45 seconds. Left. Oh, really? Drum roll. This is... The message bank doesn't go for this long. What if Tommy hangs up on us accidentally? We're going to fill it up, I think. We actually can fill message back. This could be the whole podcast, Tommy. You can use this as your podcast. Irony. Make sure you email us if you do, so we can listen to it. We want royalty. Yeah, look, this is a ridiculous drum roll. Make it stop. Make it stop. Make it stop. And then I say the thing. There's, there's seriously another 15 seconds left on this. Put more drum roll in. We won't have to use I'm that lift story at the start. I don't care. <laughs> Hang up. Hang up. I had a really good thing. The best I know. I had a good thing. Now I'm finished. I'm leaving. Has Sai got any other songs besides getting them songs? No, idea. Okay, Tommy, hope that helps, mate. And uh, bring it home. Sam and the Womp. So, okay, firstly, yeah, um, do you think you would be bothered by a long lift ride if that drum roll was all you heard (laughs) while you're in the lift? I would like that, that would be good, that'd be a good way to spice up lift. Sam and the Womp. Sam yeah, and the was that right? I, I, I think, think so. Sam and the Wonk, I thought he said. Oh, but, it was a womp, but then he's was it? but then he's calling him Dylan. Yeah, he, he calls him Dylan. So basically, I feel what's like happened? We found is... a great radio show for Nathan Foley from High Five. <laughs> I feel like he would really enjoy this show. So what's happened is to, yep. these guys they've seen the poster, poster. they've thought this will be good radio content. content. We'll give this guy a call. Yep. They haven't gotten me. They've gotten yep. my voicemail, and they went, "Well, nah. what would a human really have contributed to this bit exactly. anyway? Well, just the bit can just be us chatting on his voice. We've already written these sweet questions. Like, is music Dead. Yeah. yeah. We've music... got a 45 second drum roll. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, you know what I don't appreciate? I don't appreciate them calling me Tommy Boy. Like, yeah. they haven't even seen my last <laughs> name, wasn't you. even on the flyer. That's don't a, know you. It's a little bit too familiar They've for someone. They've gone a bit commercial radio straight yeah. away. They've yeah. given yeah. you a nickname. You haven't even spoken you to me properly. You've just heard my voice on my outgoing message. You know what I don't like? They've included the ads in your <laughs> message. Yeah. Like, just why did you need Bloody to hear? commercial radio. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> won't miss an opportunity to plug there's Frank's even, carpet warehouse. Or yeah. Can I redeem there's that? Even, there's even ads in, in, in phone messages now, man. Can I redeem oh. that voicemail for an icy cold can of Coke? Is that how that works? So we, that, that happened, and then I've been – I can't find who, who that is. I've been looking them up. I've been, I, like I thought it sounds a bit, you know, commercial radio with the ads and stuff, but then – 
listening back, and I know this is a, an odd thing to say, but it almost sounds a bit too shit to be commercial radio. Like, uh, I think it's country commercial radio. Uh, I reckon it's one of those networked uh, shows that they do. Like, you know where a- Ant and Bex came from? Mm-hmm, yeah. Uh, and, and, like, occasionally you see it, like, you know, people get promoted up through those, like, sort of yeah, regional yeah. networks. Yeah. And they've had, like, a uh, local show that's been in those markets. But, but the only thing is, that poster yeah. was in the middle of the city. Yeah. yeah. But most of them, they just tape out of some office in a city. Oh. Oh, right. like, I, they, I thought they might have been on an urban, urban camp or something. They were up here for, a, for an excursion. <laughs> oh, like the Sam, Sam and the Wonk or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Sam and the Wonk. Sam, the Sam and the Wonk go to the city. Yeah, yeah. They're making a documentary. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Classic Sam and the Wonk. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I want to, like, I've been, I wanted to get in touch with them. Like, I wanted to find out where they were and how to contact them and go, and hey. But, like, but Google has nothing for us? I, I tried. I couldn't find anything. Yeah. I, I love the fact that it would be easier to find out about your podcast than their actual radio show. This is probably the most listeners they've had on our podcast. Yeah. That's really weird. Yeah. It's bizarre. A bizarre thing to happen. Maybe it it was the alternate reality us. Mm. Maybe we are Sam and the Wong. Oh, wow. Maybe we're trying to get in touch with ourselves. You've blown some minds there. You've really blown (laughs) some minds there. You've been heckled from another universe. (laughs) (laughs) Man. Um, That's what I would guess. Because it really sounded like, you know, they're clearly an afternoon show. They've clearly got the wacky question. I mean, what did you think of their questions? Uh, You know, does Cy have another (laughs) song than Gangnam Style? After Gangnam Style? Again, I think Google would probably fix that one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean he's had six albums, so well, I think you'd let's well, let's go through them one yeah. by one. Um, are people showing too much love to their pets? Uh, I I don't think so. No, no, although they are at all. I will tell you, uh, I spent uh, five thousand dollars on my cat this year. Uh, in an operation. Oh. Yeah. I got him a boob job in Thailand. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Five grand. You were paid in Thailand. <laughs> Coming up next on Sam and the Wong. <laughs> got bells in him so he can play with it. Yeah, all the classics. But no, but this, okay, that, that part was material. The rest of it is a true story. I, I, I got, uh, and you I have to like, point that out. No one for a second thought that you'd actually given your cat a boob job. Yep. So no, but, five, but I did spend $5,000 on my cat on an operation. He had to get his tail removed and it then had some other complications and I was leaving the house the other day and and I was going to leave the the door open for the cat and somebody said oh aren't you worried about someone stealing anything and I looked around my house and I realized the most valuable thing in my house was my cat <laughs> like I had spent more money on my cat than yeah. anything else someone could pick up yeah so really I should have just locked my cat up yeah in a safe when I left my house I liked it I liked it paying five thousand dollars for your cat to have an operation does boost the value of the cat like someone could rack him in and sell him for the value of the surgery yeah. I'm, you're talking to a guy who this year had his car stolen and my car was uh, oh yeah yeah, I, right. I, it was insured for what I paid for it, but it wasn't insured for all the money I had spent on Put the car yeah, since yeah. then. Oh. So I do kind of still feel the pain of any time you spend money on anything, yeah. that goes to the value of that thing. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. much if, like if that girl broke... who gave you a bill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if I broke into a house, though, and found a cat yeah. with fake boobs, yeah. I reckon I'd pinch it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you'd be But going, it'd be hard to pass in... it off as it's yours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, if you suddenly also... Oh, no, I've always had a cat with fake yeah, yeah. You'd just be looking around about? going, did I break into Ripley's Believe It or yeah, Not? What's yeah. a cat doing here? <laughs> it's a goat smoking a cigarette. What's yeah. going on in this place? Yeah. Who is this guy? But, the, yeah, that was um, that was a, a, a news story. That's, that, that must be a cool thing where, uh, in, a, in a little way where you've had a burglary, but it makes the news. That's a that's a nice little I something. It's, it's, it, I don't know if it is a, a cool thing, but it was like one of those times in life where you realise that having friends in the media could at least you go, oh, well, you know, if I can... Like tell people about this, they can get it out and about. As it turns out, I didn't get the car back. So it. Um, but as someone said to me the other day, the car did not have because it was a 1966 Mustang, right? So it only had seat belts that go around your waist. It didn't have over the shoulder seat belts. Right. It didn't have headrests. It didn't have airbags. It, I had literally just brought a really really pretty coffin. Yeah, yeah. Right? It was just a set. I was going to die in that car, and my head was going to come off yeah. at some stage. So oh, what if they catch the guy and he he dies in it? How would you feel about that? Fine. Yeah. <laughs> In fact, vindicated. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Justified. Yeah. I mean, like, and I would actually keep him and just drive him around. Yeah. Did you have any leads or anything like Because it did go right around Twitter and Facebook and everything. Well, people kind of like, you know, were very helpful. And you learn a lot about like what happens with stolen cars because we were like, we thought we might, hit, they would have heard someone steal it. But it turns out that they have like gangs who do this and they just drive a uh, tow truck up. 
And they literally just like three minutes later, they've just driven off oh. and they've got your car and like a day later, it's a different country and a day later, it's in a different state and a day later, someone else owns it sort of thing. So right. it's, it's pretty bad. But just as we were walking into the studio today, it's like, because like A, when you get your car stolen and people know about it, the worst thing is that people are always like, oh, did you get your car back? And then you have to go through it again. <laughs> but the other thing is that literally as we were walking into the studio, I just got a message and I was just like, way to rub your nose into something. Dear Will. Beat the Christmas rush. Book your car service in November <laughs> and receive free air conditioning. You know, dot, dot, dot. But here's the best bit down the bottom. I just thought this was so perfect that I got this as I was walking into your studio. Check out the uh, web address for the business. <laughs> it's clang.com.au. <laughs> oh, victory. <laughs> Sweet victory. Man, that's like the that's like the messages I've been getting since my number's been going out there. <laughs> that is weird. Wow, man, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Oh. you sure that's not a prank? Did you give your number out on yeah. Tofop? Did Charlie give your number out on, yeah. the, on another episode that's gone out? Or <laughs> Jesus, that's weird. Yeah. Um, hey, I'll tell you this that happened. Um, uh, you know, you're doing showbiz. You do showbiz, Will. Yep. Um, you do a showbiz. Yeah. yeah. Um, I work in the industry of yeah, show business. That's it. <laughs> no business like it. No yeah. business I know. Yeah. <laughs> um, you catch a lot of cabs? You, do you catch, catch a lot of cabs? I catch a lot of cabs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I also drink a lot. Yes. Well, do you do that thing where, I don't know, to you, does this happen as much anymore where you get in a cab and they start telling stories? Because that's sort of my favorite thing about being yeah. in a cab. Yeah. The cab I got on the way here did not tell me a story at all. He was listening to a jazz station and he had like the air conditioning on like just that little bit too high. And I started getting a little bit sleepy in the cab and it was literally like I was in for like a massage. Right. And by the time we got here, I was like really relaxed. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then I like tried to give him a tip and he wouldn't take it. And I was really? like. Really? Yeah. Like literally would not take my tip. What? He, yeah, I know. It was like, I don't know what was going on. But That's the thing I like. Like that'll be the sort of the one thing I do is tip cab drivers. Always I think, tip cab drivers. Yeah, because I think, oh, you poor guys. Like yeah. it's, it's it's always a tough job. Yeah, it's a very tough job, and they always seem like they sort of they're always, to be honest, complaining about how little sort of fare they've had today. Yeah. So I think, oh, God. So um, I think lately, and you know, uh, I think it's a thing where you get a lot of people that maybe were not originally born in this country that are driving cabs now. Yep. Um, so it's sort of, and again, I'm, this I'm is enjoy, me dancing yeah, around. I enjoy, enjoy you dancing around this in much the way you would normally dance around sexuality. Issues. Yeah. I'm yeah. back on the hot plates yeah. again. Those <laughs> gay taxi drivers that are out there. Oh man, I'm not that person. I'm, I'm really trying not to be that person. Yeah. That's what we can hear every episode. That's the beautiful thing. Can you hear the sweat? Um, so, um, you don't get as, as many stories because you've got people, um, um, you know, um, talking on headsets and stuff to the family yeah. or to yeah. whatever it is. So you don't, I usually, use, I used to really enjoy getting into cabs and giving them the big meat and potato questions, you know, what time do you start tonight? What time do you finish? Um, what's the craziest fare you've ever had? Yeah, my what's favorite all... is wor- worst thing, worst thing you've seen in this cab. Yeah. Yeah. A good one. Yeah. Have you ever, and then, then the, the, the closer, which is, uh, uh <laughs> has any girl ever, ever said, I don't have any money. Shall we have sex instead of. Me paying, whatever. Yeah. So I'd ask all those questions. I've never asked the cab driver that question. Oh, really? No. Yeah, because I think it's really good because it either they do have a story or yeah. they don't, or you get the feeling right. they so like... that's why you think it's good? <laughs> yeah. They either do have a no. story or they don't. Or... <laughs> Or what 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 situations are you normally in where people are somewhere between those two things? I just want to talk to someone. I just want to talk to people. I'm willing to pay people to drive me around so I can talk to them. Even if they don't give me much. But um, they'll make it up as well. Yeah. They'll give you a story about some ridiculous story about having sex in a, with a girl in a cab. But um, I haven't got stories from a cab driver in so long that the other day I actually got one and I was, I was enjoying it. Um, just the other day he was like, uh, I said, uh, you know, uh, what's your what's your longest fare? And he's like, oh yeah, yeah, right. Well, uh, a couple of years ago, uh, this is this is great. This is the best day I've ever had in my cab. I got in the cab and I was nearly I was nearly home. It was nearly knock off time. It was eleven thirty at night, and then I get this message and it said, "Do you want a fare to Adelaide?" And I was like, "You ripper, I'll take that fare. Yeah, no worries." So I'm like, oh, okay. So that's a massive drive. Like, you know, yeah. that'd be, that'd be good fare for you. That's good business. He's like, yeah, yeah, it's great business. I yeah. said, as long as there's someone in the cab, you know, the passenger's all right. And he goes, this is the perfect thing, right? No passenger. All I had to do was a, was a fare for like some food company in Adelaide and they'd, they'd run out of paprika or something. 
at 11.30 at night, but they needed it for, you know, for the ovens at 6 a.m. in the next morning. Mm. So, so he ran drugs across the board. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why you had to change the story to me. people desperate yeah, yeah. for paprika. <laughs> you know what? Now that I say that out loud, that's exactly what this story's about. <laughs> like, literally. Is there any situation in the history of the world where anyone's been so desperate for paprika Man. that they've gone, we need to get a cab across the border? Yeah, the great paprika shortage of Seven in <laughs> it hit pretty hard. Actually, now that they say that, it, it, what they, he did say he had to deliver the paprika to the Hell's Angels bike club <laughs> in North Adelaide. Which it was Nacho Night. <laughs> 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 Everyone was gathering around to watch Sons of Anarchy. <laughs> Man. <laughs> well, anyway, we'll go on with the made-up story that he told me. <laughs> he goes, um, he goes uh, oh, so what I did was I went and picked up this parcel mm. and, uh, and then I went to drive off. But then I went, you know what? I'm going to go home. I'm going to pick up the missus. I'm not going to use my cab. I'm going to use my normal car. Yeah. This is going to be great. He drove home at midnight, Perfect. woke up his wife. Yeah. And then we come on, we're getting in the car, we're driving to Adelaide, right. you know. And and just to just to, confirm, to, yeah, to, just to confirm, this isn't a dream. This is this isn't your dream coming true. This is a real thing. We're driving to Adelaide at midnight. So then he goes, they drove, and it like takes eight hours or whatever to drive. He goes, and then I just jumped in the back and had a kip and got her to drive. I'm like, yeah. what are you doing? You woke him. Wife up at midnight and then got her to do your job. Your yeah. one job is to drive these drugs over the yeah. over the border. And you maybe he knew, maybe he knew and just went, oh, I'll just yeah, I'll just I'm gonna go for a sleep. I'm just going for a sleep in the boot. And uh <laughs> you drive this. Honey, uh we need to take this paprika over the border. Here's the weird thing. It's all in condoms and <laughs> one of us has to swallow it. <laughs> <laughs> so he goes, he's still telling it like it's the best story of all yeah. time. Like, this is the best fare he's ever had. Yeah. He's like, yeah, this is great. So we drove all night. How I'm much a... did he get for the, did he tell you how much he got yeah, for it? I think he said 800 bucks. Yeah, 800 yeah. bucks. Is that, does that sound right? Oh, that seems a little low for me. Yeah. 800 bucks, don't you? No, no, 1800. Yeah, yeah mate, I reckon 1800. That's, you want yeah, 1800. 1800, yeah, that's yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, yeah, so he goes, oh, yeah, we drove over the border. We drive, in, drive all night. Get there. It's like, what a great thing. I get in the hotel at, you know, seven in the morning. I go, what a trip, hey? How's this going? Got in the hotel, went, can we have a room? Gave us a room. Tell you what, within two hours, I, was, uh, I went to the pictures and watched the Born Identity. What a weekend. <laughs> Drove his wife <laughs> interstate just uh, just to watch Matt Damon's newie <laughs> in Adelaide. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> where it was on first release. Yeah, three yeah. years after he missed it in yeah. Melbourne at the cinemas. Yeah, yeah. yeah. or it's like uh, the sessions in Melbourne. It's seven thirty. Yeah. There's a nine. That doesn't really suit yeah. me. There's an eight a.m. in Adelaide. Oh, yeah. If we leave right now, that's way more convenient. Yeah, yeah, Mate, yeah. you can't you can't get a park near Crown. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> Maybe they just drove to Adelaide and he just they just sat in the middle of Rundle Street Mall and he thought he was watching the Born Identity after he swallowed all those condoms full of paprika. <laughs> Man, that's a great story yeah, though. Story. I, I, there's a story in my latest show, and I won't do the story, but I, I tell a story about a uh, a cab incident I had on uh, Sydney Gay Mardi Gras Day. And and uh, hang the... on, I'm very I'm feeling awkward about that story already. <laughs> I'm not. Should I leave the room? <laughs> what, do you, what do you call that thing? The men parade? <laughs> the men, the, the sex, know, the, like sex the, the sex, the sex celebrates. They're all in the same uh, footy club? Is that like, what's uh, happening? The, the boats uh, and the... The intercourse island? What's it called? The party. Like I will survive, but on one street. <laughs> the, bum, the bumming party? Is it the bum party? <laughs> oh, man, I wish I edited this podcast sometimes. <laughs> So um, I, I won't tell the story, but anyway, this cab driver hated me, and I and the whole resolution is the story of him going, well, what do you do for an hour in your show to entertain people if you can't tell a, a joke? And I say, well, ironically, about six months from now, yeah, you know, <laughs> tell this story, yeah. right? But the, the the best thing about that story is in Sydney they advertised the show on back of cabs. So I just, the whole time I'm telling this show for two months, all I'm thinking about is this poor fucker who is A, in this show and B, is telling people on his cab to come and see this show to hear me talk about the show. Yeah, yeah, awesome. 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 Uh, Before we wrap up, I just want to touch on this uh, very quickly. Uh, We haven't mentioned it for a while, but uh, I, of course, during the Olympics, I was in an ad Mm. for the Commonwealth Bank, which was touched on on your program 
Will. Oh, and by the way, just before we get to that, uh, mm-hmm. how many days is it to Nick Cody's oh, birthday? Oh, God, we've, yeah. Hang yeah. on. Oh, we've blown it. All right, you keep going and I'm looking it up right okay, now. Okay, yeah, we'll close off with it. I'll just um, ring Karen. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, you'd seen that you were doing research for the uh, Olympics edition of Gruen. And, That's and right, you Gruen messaged sweat. me to say that it was, uh, that, that our ads were going to get There was a, a fair possibility you mm. were going to get a run. Yeah. Yes. And then when we were in London doing extra stuff for it, yes. the episode went to air and uh, there was one morning where we were going, we were about to go filming, do, do our work for the day, and all the a bunch of the ad agency guys were there, and they'd heard that it had been on. Yes. So they were trying to watch it because they wanted to know, like, oh, did we get you know done or anything like that? And they were all trying to look it up, but of course, you know, iView and stuff, it's all region sensitive. Yeah, it's geo blocked, so they can't get on. They're like, oh, damn it, we need to work this out. How do we get through? And I know how to do that, but I'm not saying anything because it was massively fun to watch people of quite tremendous power not be able to do something. Like I'm there in a big foam costume, a big foam letter just going, well, who's the idiot now, hey? But uh, then we did watch. Let let the giant C show you how to illegally download. (laughs) 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 But then uh, then it did go up and uh, the big thing was someone on that panel called uh, us obviously unathletic, which is uh, something that's kind of – Stuck in my craw to this day. Do you know who it was who said it? Uh, I can't remember. No. It was a lady. Okay. Some kind of uh, theme, <laughs> a female, <laughs> like a man, but she had long hair. But obviously Unathletic was yeah. very nearly going to be the title of my next comedy festival show. Oh, that's, that's got something in it. That's yeah, plus down the bottom you can say, as gr- seen on Gruen Sweat. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's a good TV credit. Can I get away with it? Can I put that on there? Oh, people have put done it on worse. There, man. People, people have, have done, done worse, worse haven't they? People have quoted me with the intros I gave them at a club. Where, <laughs> oh, yeah. Like yes. where I was just being nice because it was like I was hosting the night and like, yeah, our next act is one of the finest young comedians on the scene. Oh. One of the finest young comedians on the scene. Right. right the scene. Oh, I'm gonna wow. I'm just gonna yeah. go through things you've said to me on this show. Yeah, yeah, Not yeah. even to me. Just uh, I love you. Will Anderson yeah. will be on my next poster. Yeah. My <laughs> parents are dead. Yeah. Will Anderson. What? Yeah. I but, guess we should go see yeah. his show. Yeah. <laughs> Homophobic, Will Anderson. Oh. <laughs> Hang on, I should have edited. Uh, have you got the Have you got the counter up? One eighty four oh, days to go. Uh, One eighty four days. To days. Go. Uh, well, guys, that does bring us to the end of the little dum dum club for another week. Will, thank you so much for joining us. Yeah. Uh, uh, look, I, I would just like to say to everybody out there that. Uh, Carl, in particular, mate, I know how you feel when, like, you know, you did all that hard work last time for that TV show and they didn't they didn't tape it and they didn't show it. <laughs> that was much how I felt walking out of the studio last time. When we'd been in here, we'd made this show and I knew that no one would ever get to hear it. But I feel like today, if anyone lasted through that elevator story at the start <laughs> yeah. and actually got to the podcast, it's it's been a lovely experience. It's just a shame because that last episode, I actually proposed to my girlfriend on air on that <laughs> yeah, podcast. So I know. I know. That was a real shame. Well, we still, Reconciled I mean... your sexuality and <laughs> proposed to your girlfriend. <laughs> well, we don't know what's going to happen here. I mean, this is this really does feel like we're on the brink of something. It's like, you know, we've got like a murder-suicide pact going on. Like, who knows what's going to happen after we push that button, you know? Yeah. This could be... These words may never be heard by people again. You know what I mean? Mm. This could be it. This could be it. Yeah. Anyway, guys, thank you very much for listening. Uh, hit us up Twitter at Dum Dum Club. Uh, we're on Facebook. Email us little Dum Dum Club at gmail.com. We've got the live show at Meltdown Comics on November the 23rd. Head to nerdmeltla.com oh, for tickets. That's awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And look, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. One of the best venues. Yeah. Yeah. In it's the great. World. It's sure. such a brilliant place and you guys have an unreal time. Yeah. 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 We're going to have, have special guests and everything yeah. like that. So, for yeah. Sure. Definitely come down. Yeah. Oh, come down exciting. if you're in the area or know someone in the area. Send them along. Guys, thank you so much for listening and we will see you next time. See, see you, mates. I oh, did it. <laughs>